Hey buddies, this is Ingrid. Uh, just tuning in to give you a little bit of information on this shop meeting podcast. Just trying to get uh, some info out to you guys and I apologize without being able to do the shop meetings. There's just not a real great way to get everyone together and uh, and not allow our service to be compromised, you know. So um, in respect of your time, I hope these are valuable and useful to you. I'll try to keep them short. And if you have any questions, comments, uh, need anything, of course, please text me or email me, whatever is the best for you. Uh, definitely here to help you be successful. So with that being said, getting off to our first topic, uh, I wanted to talk about test drives and minimum test drives. So Really, um, I think that we're all adults and we can all pretty much figure out what is the best suitable test drive for the repairs that we have performed. But I would like to suggest that we at least put a minimum of three miles on each car, and that includes fast service. Uh, three miles is a good, um, you know, short enough to not take up uh, a lot of our time, but long enough to really be able to catch some mistakes before they happen or before we re- release the vehicle to the customer. So I'd like to suggest a three-mile test drive. Um, please include the updated mileage on your RO. So make sure that your mileage includes the the proper mileage out. Uh, what I'd like to stop seeing is the same mileage in as was out. Uh, saw an RO the other day had a check engine light on and we didn't even do a one mile test drive on it. So just want to help uh, bring a little bit of clarity to that and make sure that we're giving our customers uh, the best service that we can as far as repairs go. So please just uh, a recommended test drive of a minimum of three miles or, or the longer loop on the highway that would be very much appreciated. Thank you. Uh, Moving on to rain light sensor adaptation after windshield replacements. So this has come up a few times here in the recent past. And really what's, uh, what's happening is either we're having to replace a rain light sensor uh, after we have recently replaced a windshield um, or the rain sensor just isn't working at all, any any kind of combination of these. So um, we actually found that there is a, a new gel pad that is available. So the gel pad that is in the sensor on like the, the newer, the F body vehicles, that's, that's now available. So you don't have to buy the whole entire sensor. You can simply replace the gel pack. Uh, please do take extra care in trying to make sure and observe uh, the condition of the rain light sensor and that you're also re uh, adapting it after you've replaced a windshield. Just make sure everything's on the up and up that we're not going to have any comebacks. Those systems are already kind of crappy as we all know. Um, so the the best that we can do is just make sure it's functioning as, as uh, close to or as perfect as possible. So uh, next, uh, next on the order of business. Uh, Hopefully everybody has seen and is uh, cool with the new way that we're washing cars. So instead of giving the advisors the keys as well as the paperwork, what you're doing is parking the vehicle nose into the car wash bay. Uh, If that is not available, please flank uh, the car wash bay door on either side with the vehicles and then put, uh, you can put one wiper up or two wipers up, just anything to kind of 
make sure that those guys know that if it's painted, if it's pointed towards the car wash, that that means that it needs to be washed. Please also put the key under the driver's mat. So that's uh, that's what we're doing for right now. So until further notice, we'll stick with that. We're uh, we've we've got a game plan, just keeping one car wash porter back there, and uh, we're still working through that. So hopefully that's uh, adding to some efficiency. But uh, stay tuned for for new developments on that. Uh, next up, I wanted to remind everyone when you're doing a program, whether it's uh, like, say, if it's a head unit replacement or, or even just like a, an update, mo- mostly head unit stuff, I feel like this is where it comes up, but it's a good rule of thumb to kind of keep in mind whenever you're doing a program, is just double check before check that the navigation works, check that the XM radio, if, if it's enabled or something. This is like, uh, for, for many of you who used to be in the biz, let's say eight or 10 years ago, when we had to actually write down the physical radio stations so that we could we had to reprogram them back into the vehicle once a programming session was complete. Uh, it's nice that we don't have to do that anymore, but we have got caught uh, with our pants down a couple times with these XM radios and navigation uh, set up. So a customer comes in, we, we address an issue for their entertainment system by replacing the head unit. Next thing you know, they either don't take, uh, test the nav or maybe a couple of weeks down the road, they're testing the nav and they're calling in. They're, they're pretty upset, understandably so. Uh, we should be trying to catch these issues now that we know what to look for. Um, so a car shouldn't be leaving here if it had XM radio that was activated before it came in and now it's not activated. Please just take a, a couple of minutes to, to call the 1-800 number for XM radio. Identify yourself as a technician working at a service center, obviously, and then give them the radio ID code uh, so that way you can reactivate their their subscription so the customer doesn't... Uh, it's like a non-issue, right? No, no news is good news. Um, if... Uh, uh, if we can keep these things moving along, then that's going to be good, uh, good PC for us. Next, I wanted to retouch on uh, cautions and reds and uh, just kind of re- remind everyone, especially when it comes to used cars, I think in particular, but a good, a good thing to consider whenever we're filling out our inspections, no matter what, is uh, red is detrimental to the operational safetiness of the car. So, um, when when we're talking about an inspection on a used car, an air filter is probably not going to be red. I would say even if it was, you know, just the dirtiest that you've seen there, maybe it's ripped in two. I mean, obviously anything can uh, can happen. But for the most part, um, using good judgment and common sense and cautioning things is really helpful. And uh, as opposed to red flagging them, because it just kind of sends a different message to uh, to our clients and we're trying to accurately describe the condition of the car and if uh, if someone's looking at the report and they're not a car person then that red just kind of really freaks them out so we're just trying to do our best to give the information needed without um, any of the you know the the red kind of scare tactics deal if you have something that does need to be considered red uh, more communication is always better i don't know if there's a such thing as over communication in this area just write in shop notes you know if if you want to when you're putting your pna just kind of have a parenthesis there like 
there's no air filter. So I feel like that's probably a red. That's that's something that needs to be addressed or just whatever you need. Uh, a little bit of information to qualify what you're recommending is, uh, is just really appreciated, guys. Really, uh, really helpful. And last but not least, uh, the wheel lock location. So if you've noticed, there's a, a line in the tire line. So say it's one, uh, one tire, two tires, four tires, like whatever you're replacing, the description in CDK has a line on there that says, you know, technician to please note where the wheel lock uh, was located in the vehicle. This helps us because uh, a lot of times, I'd say probably more often than not, customers come in, they don't even have a wheel lock for their car, and we're having to use our own set or even just, uh, you know, I know a couple of you have really nice uh, master sets that you've kind of built up over the years just from um, collecting different wheel locks, which is super awesome. Um, if you used one of your own or if you used a shop wheel lock tool, uh, please just put that in the story along with your tea time. Um, you know, used own wheel lock or used shop wheel lock, that kind of thing. So that way, if and when the customer has an issue down the road, they're not pointing the finger at us for you guys just put tires on my car, you know, that kind of thing. When in reality, the wheel lock is in the package in their garage where it shouldn't be. So, uh, so really that's, uh, that's all I have. A actually, um, the, the iMib, we do have a new iMib is a, a refurbished unit that was sent out to us. Uh, I sent it to a, a nearby location for its base programming to get that up to speed. So that actually should be back in, in circulation this week. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, I myself will actually be out uh, of, of work until next Wednesday. I'll be back next Wednesday. Uh, a lot of you will miss me, hopefully. I don't know, just kidding. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll be in warm, sunny Arizona and, uh, and brushing up with a couple people from high school. So we'll see kind of how that 20-year uh, high school reunion goes. So... I, I do want to take uh, a, a little bit of time to really say thank you to all of you. I really appreciate what you guys do every single day. I, I know it's not easy, and I know that it's uh, you guys are definitely the unsung heroes. You know, you're definitely like um, everything you do every single day is just really appreciated and super strong. Uh, I did want to just take a, a little bit of time, not to hopefully be too cheesy, but um, to show you that I really appreciate you each, each and every one of you individually. And I thank you for all the hard work that you put in to help make this place a, a great place to be. So thank you so much. Uh, again, please let me know how I can help and what I can do to help make you be successful. But um, I hope that you have a wonderful week. Mr. Syrie will be uh, filling in for me a couple of days uh, tomorrow. Wednesday and then Thursday, and then Mr. Weber will be uh, a point of contact for you. Uh, if you run into any issues or problems, then uh, he will be in, in the remaining days until, until I am back. So thank you so much, and I hope you guys have an awesome week.